name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to take you through six signs that the anxious preoccupied attachment style is rebounding out of a romantic relationship. Now, I also want to highlight here, just at a very high level, a couple key things about rebounding before I go into the, the other part of this video itself. And it's that rebounding is neither positive nor negative. It's dependent on who you're rebounding with, what the reasons are, and also, am I doing the inner work simultaneously to work through my pain points and challenges? When it comes to anxious preoccupied specifically, I've often seen that they will use a rebound relationship as a substitute for doing the inner work. And while it may be something that produces short-term gratification because it may take their pain and suffering away of having to go through the feelings of a breakup, early on, and it may actually create some kind of like relief that's short term. Often what I see is that when the rebound doesn't work, it's almost like the suffering from a relationship is compounded when the breakup happens from the rebound or that, that dynamic ends from the rebound. And it can be much more challenging for the AP to do that healing and to feel comfortable being on their own because of these different dynamics that are at play. So I can do a separate video. I actually will do a separate video now that I'm talking about this just on like whether or not an AP should rebound and what some of the benefits are and what some of the drawbacks are and how to do a rebound effectively if that's something that's taking place where you've suddenly had feelings for somebody else and you're like, wait, I just got out of this one relationship. What should I do? Um, and it's just super important that an anxious preoccupied does the inner work, learns to meet their own needs, learns to self-soothe, learns, learns to reprogram their core wounds. Otherwise, they're going to take that unresolved pain and suffering from that past relationship and the wounds and it's likely to still cause pain points and challenges in the rebound relationship as well. Um, so I'll put a separate video together about that, but six signs, the anxious preoccupied is rebounding is what we're going to really focus on here now. And sign number one is that all of a sudden, and one of the key things here is all of a sudden, seemingly out of the blue, if the AP was texting in sort of like a fairly common pattern. So let's say you're with an anxious preoccupied, um, you break up, you're thinking of maybe chatting a little bit, you're maybe thinking of getting back together. There hasn't been like a really clear line for closure. Um, and there's been texting communication. And then all of a sudden it drops off for the AP. A lot of the time, this is because um, there's something else that has their attention. Now, best case scenario is it's the relationship to themselves. If you are the AP and it's like, I'm learning to set my boundaries boundaries and all these different things, but commonly an anxious preoccupied seeks to get their needs met externally because they've basically been conditioned to hyper-focus on the external world and totally ignore their own internal reality. And so we'll usually see that the likelihood is that it's that somebody else came into their life and now has their attention in some form. A really interesting thing is that APs don't tend to drop off like this until somebody actually, they have some sort of feelings for the person. Obviously APs tend to develop feelings a little bit more quickly than other attachment styles, but you'll see this different dynamic of like, you know, this texting suddenly drops off quite substantially. And usually it's because there's some sort of investment of their attention and them getting their needs met in somebody else going forward. And so that's our number one. Our number two is that you see them checking your social media less often. Of course, this is presuming that you have a social media that you can see them checking your social media, you know, seeing, seeing them watching your, I'm so bad with social media, the reels, I think they're on Facebook and, or your Instagram stories. Um, and you can tell like hardly use either of these too much, but, um, I feel like a grandmother when I talk about social media. Um, but anyways, you'll see this person like sort of following these things or like paying attention to them, um, less and less. And again, this is usually because their attention is focused somewhere else externally. Number three um, is that 
there tends to be a sudden dynamic where the AP tends to be like quite good at maintaining their boundaries. Um, and actually like, you know, you said not to talk and they actually can hold back and not talk. And APs are very respectful people as a general rule. They don't mean to like disrespect people's boundaries or things like that. But sometimes when APs are panicking and they're in that really heightened state, um, their subconscious mind when it's feeling like needy and anxious will go back to the past and, and try to reach out to exes. And, and even if there was a discussion where it was like, hey, we're not going to talk anymore or we're going to talk less or discussions that happen, often APs accidentally sort of like break through those boundaries within a period of time. But suddenly you'll see like a, a substantial change where that boundary is maintained for prolonged periods of time. By the way, if you're the AP listening to this and you want to do reprogramming work, check out, you can check it out for free. Check out our advanced anxious preoccupied attachment style course. It's like how to reprogram and also heal um, your anxious preoccupied style based on what stage of the relationship you broke up in. So it'll tell, were you in the power struggle stage? Were you in the security stage? And you can check out for free that course along with the how to heal from a breakup course if you're going through a breakup. And it literally has such powerful tools um, for targeting the subconscious level of like why we grieve and what grieving is all about. I highly recommend doing the course if you are going through a breakup, though it'll give you like the worksheets, the steps, everything to just speed up the healing process. Anyways, okay. So you'll see another big pain point um, is that oftentimes in, in cases where the anxious preoccupied has begun to rebound, you'll see that if you do reach out yourself, um, and if you're kind of wondering like, Hey, why did they pull away so quickly all of a sudden, or what's going on? And maybe you were kind of like assuming that they would sort of reach out and, and communicate. You may even see that they send back shorter responses, um, because they tend to be like fairly loyal, especially in like those early stages of the relationship They can infatuate and bond quite, you know, deeply. So they may like send shorter text messages back, mention somebody else. Um, in, in passing say like, oh, you know, well, I was on a date or I was up to dinner with so-and-so and kind of like drop it in there to create a bit of a barrier to protect their new bond that they're forming. Um, and they may even go so far as to actually, um, share with you that they're in a new relationship. And this goes hand in hand with our next one, which is that they may post something about it also on social media, like a date or post at their dinner or things like that. And sometimes it's because the AP is trying to protect that new bond. Sometimes it's because the AP is trying to like let themselves know that hey, I'm invested in a new relationship and create that barrier. And sometimes it's because the AP is also trying to get into a situation where they're like, um, hey, I'm trying to um, let this person from my past know that they missed out. And sometimes it's their way of kind of like getting even if they felt taken for granted. And again, like when we see these things, obviously these aren't the healthiest approaches, but they can be because somebody had unmet needs in some form. And now they're trying to get their needs met in a different form by kind of putting this boundary or like barrier up um, and trying to take their power back in a way, be spiteful, make you feel how they felt. Then you're some kind of, you know, emotionally connected in some form or another. I've recently touched on that in a video. Um, so anyways, hopefully that makes a lot of sense. And um, one of the big things that I want to share here that's super, super important um, is that when you are rebounding, if you are an anxious, preoccupied individual, um, you know, a lot of the time what can happen is you'll get into a position where it's like, hey, I don't have a capacity very well, or I don't feel comfortable relying on myself to soothe myself, to meet my own needs, to make myself feel seen, heard, important, loved, valued, all these different things. So I look for that externally and there's really nothing wrong with that. That's just a coping mechanism, a strategy. But what you will see over and over again is if I keep relying externally, then the moment something external, I attach to it, it feels so fragile. It's so, there's so much more fear in losing it if I don't have the ability to give some of those needs to myself too. And it's like saying, like, if, if 
you're about to run out of gas and your gas tank's on empty, you know, it's so much scarier to be in that position, right? It's like, oh no, how am I going to survive? If your gas is going lower and lower, but your tank's halfway filled, then you're not feeling like this profound sense of lack that's going to really activate you and make you feel really anxious and needy and scared and afraid. And so what happens is when we don't have this ability to replenish our own needs halfway, when, you know, when the relationship externally runs out, we start feeling like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to survive? Am I going to be okay? And so even if you rebound and it's like, you know, and even if you're building like a new attachment and a bond and you really like the person in a rebound relationship, none of that is bad. But to make that new relationship work, if it's something you truly want and if it's something you're truly invested in, it's also very important that you cater to taking care of those inner dynamics in the relationship to yourself as well. So I hope this all makes sense. Let me know if you want to see more content about rebounding. Let me know in the the comments below too what your patterns tend to be around rebounding. I'm super curious. And if rebounding has been healthy for you or not, and I'll do a follow-up video about um, deeper things to pay attention to, steps, strategies, how to make rebounds sort of work okay as an AP, um, patterns to really work through. And I hope that all makes a lot of sense. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.